Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the first Sisters Flourish podcast. My name is Maryam and I am happy you're here. Today I'm going to be talking about lesson eight from the eight lessons in eight years series and this lesson is the one that is the most dear to me, most dear to my heart. I want to start with a story. So many years ago, around eight years ago, I was in a place where I was feeling lost, confused. It felt like I wanted one thing, but I was living something else. Uh, This is, uh, you know, it's a story that you hear a lot, like a lot of people say they're, you know, just trying to figure things out, kind of, and that's where I was. I just didn't know what to do, where to go, and somehow, I don't know how, I joined the late Sheikh Muhammad Al-Sharif, may Allah have mercy on him, in his online program, which was called Visionaire. And subhanAllah, it just feels like when Allah wants good for you or like when Allah is ready for you, he just makes it happen. And so, yeah, I found myself on this, you know, visionary program. I don't even know how I paid for it, but I did (laughs) and I joined and it was life-changing that was the first exposure that I had to du'a in that way. Before then, du'a to me just meant Rabbana atina. Du'a to me just meant Allahu la ilaha illahu al-hayyul qayyum. That was, you know, what du'a meant. But going through the visionary program, I understood that there was so much more, subhanAllah, so much more to do. Anyway, I won't get into the details right now, but the <laughs> I went off track a little bit. But here's the story. So after I joined Visionaire or during the Visionaire program, I, you know, Sheikh Muhammad Al-Sharif guided us to, <clears throat> to write down um, or to, you know, Uh, you know like take note of or get ready for the things that we wanted the most the things that we wanted to make da'a for at that time I was newly married my husband and I were um, ready to move into a new apartment Uh, but things were somehow just not working out subhanallah and it was just a few months of I don't know confusion because it like it was so straightforward but for some reason things were just not working out like you know we would find an apartment that we liked and we would be ready to move in and then something just happens I remember clearly we signed on one apartment and we were you know excited and and then I don't know what happened it just didn't work out and that's the thing like so many things just didn't work out but anyway I had my du'a even before this whole chaos. My du'a was something along the lines of, Ya Allah, bless us with a duplex apartment, uh, a spacious duplex apartment next to the masjid full of your remembrance. 
Okay, that was my dua. So there are a few parts of the dua. I wanted something spacious. I wanted something that was on like two floors, upstairs and downstairs. I don't know. I was like 21, maybe 22. I was 22, right? Yes. And I just, I just loved the idea of, you know, having just two separate spaces kind of in the house. But anyway, I made that dua every day. I don't remember if I made the dua every day, but Sheikh Muhammad al-Sharif taught us to make the dua every day. I probably did that. Um, and I just somehow just knew that Allah had heard my dua and that Allah would make it happen and that Allah would give me and that I would be pleased. I just had that at the back of my mind. Um, the other thing I had in my mind was that whatever happens, Allah has approved. And so I was fine with that. Like I was fine with, you know, just going with the flow and just waiting to see where the, you know, as I said, chaos would take us. So fast forward a few months, um, guess what we got? We got a spacious duplex apartment next to a masjid full of Allah's remembrance, subhanAllah. It's so crazy to think about it, but then it's not crazy at all. It's crazy to think about it because we, you know, live our lives in this world thinking that we just want things that are too big, that are too far away, things that are just too impossible for us to get. Um, we just feel like we're just dreaming or sometimes we feel like we're not even allowed to dream. But then, but then, who is it that we're making dua to? We're making dua to Allah. <laughs> we're not making dua to ourselves. We're not making dua to our parents, not to the president of our country, whoever that is. We're making dua to Allah. And who's Allah? Allah is the king of all kings. Who's Allah? Allah is Al-Fatah. Allah is Al-Rahman. Allah is Al-Mujib. Allah is Al-Kareem. We cannot even imagine the kingdom that Allah holds, that Allah controls. We cannot imagine. We just, we can't imagine. That's, that's just it, subhanAllah. Because you know what? Like, okay, yes, I asked Allah for something that was kind of impossible at the time to me, of course, because, I mean, we were living in Dubai at that time. And honestly, the apartments that are on the market mostly there's no duplex thing happening there's no upstairs downstairs apartments like your apartment is just one floor and that's it you know but I don't know what it was that made me so confident in my dua and that you know made me like I was scared but then I still went ahead and I asked okay so anyway so I asked and I alhamdulillah I won't even say I got it but I would I will say Allah gave it to me because it was all him and that's the thing that i say that it's not us it's it's allah himself it's not me it's not my dua it's not even my tawakkul it's not even anything it's it's him and it's his power it's not my muslimness i'm not muslim enough i'm not i'm nowhere near being muslim enough or good enough or like you know obedient enough and things like that or focused enough on my deen i'm 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 messed up, okay? Just like you, we're both messed up. We both have work to do. But then, 
it's not about me. It's not about you. Take yourself out of the equation. It's about Allah Himself. <clears throat> Allah is as Samir. <clears throat> and that means He hears everything that we ask Him. And He knows He's Al Alim. He knows when it's time to give it to us, if it's time to give it to us or not. He's Al Hakim. He knows exactly how to make it happen. And even if he's not going to make it happen, he knows exactly. He's just wise. He's Al-Hakim. He's just wise enough to just make it work. And when I say make it work, that means like whether whatever it is that we're asking for, whether we get it or not, he just knows how to handle our hearts. He's just wise enough, too wise beyond what we can imagine. I think, uh, I don't know. I think I had a point, <laughs> but I don't remember what my point is. But anyway, why am I telling you this story today? And subhanAllah, I have another story, which eight years later, this year, 2022, I'm probably going to cry <laughs> when I say this one. SubhanAllah. Eight years later, it's 2022. Is it eight years? It is, right? 2014. Eight years later, it's 2022, and it's time for us to move again. My heart is beating just thinking about this one. And I made du'a. I wish I had my phone here to check. I made du'a, and I asked Allah for so many things that I wanted in our new house that we were moving to, that we have moved into. And I counted the number of things that I asked Allah for. And I made dua like a crazy lady because I really wanted these things. And I knew that if it were up to me and my husband, we wouldn't, it would have just been very hard to get it. Um, especially like just looking at the, just looking at the situation around us, just looking at what, you know, we could do, we could not do, what was on the market, what we could afford, etc. So I made da'a. I asked Allah for 14 different things I counted. And the house that we're living in right now, I counted. And we have gotten 12 out of the 14 things that I asked for. One of the things that I asked for, I don't, I, I, as I said, I wish I had my, my du'a list right now, but I think if I touch anything on my laptop, the recording will stop and I don't want that. But anyway, one of the, th one of the things that I asked Allah for was, I asked Allah to give us a playground <laughs> behind our house, okay? Because I have very young kids. My kids are seven, four, and two. Alhamdulillah, and basically, and we're homeschooling as well, so uh, half the time we're at a playground or another, okay? And I just, I wanted something really close to us. I didn't want to have to walk where we were living before. We had to do some walking to get to the playground. And anyway, so that was on my du'a list. And subhanAllah, we moved into this house. And guess what? There is a playground right inside the house. The people who lived here before we moved in, they just left <laughs> they just left their playground structure thing behind. And they were not going to do that in the beginning. I knew they had one, but I just never imagined that they would leave it here because it it never it never came up 
um, like the other things that they had planned to leave behind, like for example, they had a projector, they decided to leave that behind. They had something else, I don't remember what it was called, but they, they, they decided to leave that behind. So they told us these things, but the playground was just never mentioned. Okay. So yeah, like I was here making my baby da <laughs> to have a playground uh, behind our house or like, you know, close to the house, something like that. But what did Allah bless us with? He blessed us with something inside the house. Because he can, because he's able, because it's so easy for him. He doesn't need means. He just makes things happen. That's just how Allah is. And that's how our trust should be. Like That's how we should trust Allah. Knowing that like unlike us, he doesn't need means. He doesn't need help making things work we need his own help he doesn't he doesn't need like allah just says be and that's it subhanallah like let that sink in for a moment so many of the other things that i made da'a for allah blessed us with even something so silly okay like when we came to this city that we're living in now we visited this city i think six-ish months before we moved maybe five maybe four months whatever before we moved in and so we did some like house hunting and a lot of the houses that I saw they had like in the kitchen okay they had a kitchen island but then they had a sink that was on the kitchen island and I didn't want to have a sink in the middle of my kitchen I wanted to have a sink by the wall like I wanted the sink to have a wall behind it um, I don't know, like I just think it's messy to have a sink in the middle of the kitchen island because of the water splashing around and then, yeah, just having to clean that up all the time and just how far and wide the water spreads. I know it's kind of weird, <laughs> but that's just something, something small that I, that I really, you know, just wanted. And subhanAllah, we got, <laughs> we got a kitchen where, you know, the sink is, it's by the wall and that's the thing again like this me talking about a kitchen sink position is so stupid it's so insignificant but then like when it comes to Allah and what he's able to do and like what we should ask him for the size doesn't matter you know something that's so tiny to us or something that's so big to to us it doesn't matter to Allah he is able, he's able to give and give and give, and that will not reduce anything from his kingdom, subhanAllah. Okay, so why am I telling you all of this today? It's not about me. Again, I can say this 1,000 times. It's not about me. It's not about my dua. It's not about anything. This is about Allah. This is about calling on him. This is about trusting him. This is about knowing that all you have to do is ask him. All you have to do is call on him. It doesn't matter how sinful you are. It doesn't matter how, you know, ashamed you feel about yourself and about like your deeds and things like that. Of course, like you should have, you know, some, that, that feeling of guilt of like, this isn't where I want to be in your heart. And that's another thing, subhanAllah, is that even if you are feeling sinful, the best first step to take 
is to call upon him, is to make dua to him, is to tell him, Ya Allah, this is how I'm feeling and I don't want to be here. I don't want to be stuck here. I don't want to feel this way. Ya Allah, help me. Ya Allah, help me. Ya Allah, help me. This is why we have Allah. Allah wants us to call on him. Allah loves it when we call on him. So this is not about you. This is not about me. This is about Allah. And now I'm going to talk about the point <laughs> of today's lesson, which is lesson eight, the final lesson in the series. And that is dua. Dua when it comes to your marriage. There's there's so many parts to, to, to a marriage. And there's so much that could be working. There's so much that could not be working. There's so many things that you probably are not, you know, happy with or happy about in your marriage. And that's fine. You know, it happens. Like, I'm sure I don't, I, if I just think about how things have been between myself and A, there's just so many things that I'll be like, oh, about, you know, like, Everything isn't like nice and bubbly all the time. There's just things that are not working. It could be communication. It could be just the person themselves. It could be just something that you feel inside of yourself and, you know, just not feeling uh, 100% or even 90% or whatever, you know. So that's where du'a comes in. When you make du'a for your marriage, remember that you're not putting things into your own hands you're not asking yourself to fix things up you're asking allah 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 himself he is the one who controls hearts you're asking him to help you in your marriage and again like this it's not you're not the only one right who's in the marriage it's yourself and your spouse and of course, like, you know, things, uh, marriage things affect, you know, kids and families and honestly, even communities, right? So you're asking him and whatever you ask him, there's definitely going to be a ripple effect. So keep that in mind. But you're asking him to help you. And I just want to remind you today to make sure that a huge part of your daily routine or your weekly routine or just your being um as a married person is that you're you're always asking Allah to make it easy for you to make it better to alif Allahumma alif bayna qulubina that means oh Allah place what's alif um it's like bring our hearts together you know May Allah bring our hearts together. When we say Allahumma alif bayna qulubina, it's that's you asking Allah to bring your hearts together. And yeah, that could be your your yours and your spouse's hearts together, right? In love, in mercy, in togetherness <laughs> and all that. So yes, my reminder is make dua. Don't just make dua, but make dua knowing who it is that you're asking knowing that whatever you ask even if it seems like it's too big and too far away for you just know that for Allah all he has to do is say be and that's it just know that impossible to you is possible for Allah 
if things are looking bad and sad and like yeah things will just never work out just know that that's you and that's your limited thinking that's that's like that's just what you're thinking based on what you know what you see right now but remember that there's so much there's only so much that you know and that you can even think and that you can imagine but with Allah there is so much more so much too much more subhanallah so trust him put your full trust in him and remember who it is that you're calling upon ask him ask him as if he has told you oh my servant ask me whatever you want and i'll give it to you ask him like that what is it that you want in your marriage do you want the relationship between yourself and your spouse to be better do you want to travel <laughs> i want to travel <laughs> do you want to just feel like you have a companion do you want to feel less lonely i felt that way before alhamdulillah not anymore but of course like subhanallah it's like so many things that i have that i'm pleased with i can trace back to dua so what is it what is it that you want in your marriage think about those things write them down and ask Allah for them. Even the most embarrassing things, the things that you, you think are embarrassing, ask Allah. The, the small things, the big things, ask him. If he's making you feel that you want them, don't take that feeling for granted. He's making you feel that way for a reason. If you feel pulled, towards asking Allah for something don't take that feeling for granted perhaps Allah is guiding you to ask him so that he can give you you know subhanallah what is it that you want in your marriage is it really too much for Allah to give you nothing is too much for Allah to give you as my teacher would say whatever it is that you're asking Allah for it is within the heavens and the earth right like it's not <laughs> it's not something i don't know something in space i don't even know i mean even that right but you know what i mean like it's here it's it's here like whatever you're asking for example with your marriage it's it's here it's something that you know relates to 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 your life right now whether it's your life um in this dunya and the hereafter it's not impossible for allah to do that like you're not asking for something that is impossible for Allah full stop you know so ask him and trust him don't just ask him but trust him and the other important bit is make sure that you tie your camel dua is only one part of tying your camel but then there is some action that you have to take as well sometimes is it a phone call that you have to make is it a marriage counseling session that you have to book is it an honest conversation that you need to have with your spouse? You know best what that action is. Because, as again, as my teacher would say, like your heart is enough to guide you. What it is that you're feeling. Are you feeling like talking to someone? Are you feeling like talking to your spouse? Are you feeling like changing your own self? I am always feeling like changing my own self, subhanAllah. And if I'm being completely honest, like I can see so many ways and so many places for me to improve. But then the easiest thing is always to point fingers and be like, oh, but 
he hasn't done this oh but he didn't do that you know that's easy but then pointing towards my own self isn't always the easiest but yeah that's for me anyway whatever it is that you feel like you should do next do it <laughs> do it or at least do a little bit of it and trust make dua don't forget istikhara make dua ask allah for his help for his guidance and just keep putting one foot in front of the other keep on asking allah keep on calling on allah keep on putting your trust in him but honestly keep on tying your camel as well that's where like yeah that's where good stuff just comes out from subhanallah so i have reached my bus stop <laughs> as i say whenever i'm like sending long voice notes to my friends and hi you're my friend too <laughs> because you're listening um and yeah inshallah i hope to continue this this i had zero plans for this podcast episode i just opened my laptop and i pressed record and i i enjoyed it i enjoyed talking alhamdulillah i don't know if i'm ever 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 going to share this <laughs> this is like my practice episode my secret practice episode but alhamdulillah i think it went well i didn't mess up as much as i thought i would and thank you so much for listening inshallah i will see you in the next episode if there is one and if not i will see you in your email so thank you so much assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh